that, go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at livingthedream506. But most importantly, keep listening and let me know what you think. This episode of Living the Dream is brought to you by AMW Group. AMW has the right tools to help you build your music career one step at a time. Get your song to the audience it deserves with AMW's Spotify playlist promotion service and work with AMW's experts to get your music heard. Check out their services by visiting bit.ly slash livingthedream10 and get a special 10% discount to their music promotion services by using coupon code AMW10. My guest today sings and plays percussion and the fiddle for the East Pointers. Please give it up for Tim Chasen. Here with Tim. Is it Tim Chason? Yeah, well, yeah, we say uh, Chason, <laughs> actually. Tim Chason. Yeah, where, we, uh, where we're at on, uh, on PEI, Eastern PEI. Right. Tim Chason. You, you can say anything because I know that, uh, especially in New Brunswick, there's more of the French, uh, you know, Chason you get a lot. Right. No, I'll, I'll call you whatever you whatever you're called. Yeah, all, all good. Whatever, whatever you, uh, whatever comes out. <laughs> awesome, Tim Chasing, yeah. chasing the dream, chasing the dream. Yeah, actually, that's the. Uh, I think that's the name of Cody's brother's boat. It is. Yeah, chasing. The oh, dream. really? And then my my brother's boat. They're both lobster fishermen. Uh, his name, his, the name of his boat is uh, Chasing Girls. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it's because he has a bunch of daughters and anyway so i got gotcha. you yeah. anyway. what would your boat be called if you had a big boat oh god i don't even know what it would be called that's a good question i i do like oh no his is chasing a dream maybe but yeah i do i do like that i think that's a good point nice yeah so the so the east pointers have you how long has the east pointers been happening and I, I really want to know where the name comes from. I, that's one of my favorite questions. I like to know the origin of band names. So, 
Yeah, well, we, we've been together for probably the five years, I would say. And the, the name actually, um, because when we first kind of got together, we all three of us were, you know, in different musical projects at the time and didn't really think it would be a full time gig, I guess. We kind of just did it for fun. And, mm-hmm. and then one night we were like just looking at, you know, names of PEI on PEI and, and East Point, East Point is, is close to where Cody and I grew up. And, and Cody was actually a lobster fisherman out of East Point for a long time as well. So we're like, oh, East Pointers, that could be kind of a cool name for a band. And we didn't really talk about it too much more. And, and it's also kind of interesting about East Point is it's where the two tides meet. Oh, cool. I mean, this isn't why we, you know, but later on, it's kind of, it was kind of cool how like Cody and I are from there and, and Jake is actually from Ontario. So um, I don't know. If you want to get um, a bit metaphorical about it, then that's that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the three projects before you guys got together, was it all the same genre or what kind of music were you guys playing at that time? Yeah, well, Jake was kind of in the, in the folk genre, uh, especially he was kind of more of a hired gun, I would say. He was touring um, with a bunch of different acts, actually. A couple of different fiddle players uh, from kind of all over the world and, and in different musical groups. Uh, and then Cody actually was on tour with me. I was doing uh, like a singer-songwriter thing for, for a long time. And Cody also t- toured with other, with other acts as well. So, um, yeah, we were all kind of busy and we were just, like Cody and I are first cousins. So we, we grew up together and um, spent almost lots of time together. But um, yes. But yeah, but Jake being from Ontario, we were kind of just kind of meet up on the road. Uh, and anytime the three of us were together in the same spot, we you know stay up all night playing tunes, and it uh, yeah, it was kind of just a natural a natural thing for all of us. Oh, nice! So the new album, like, what are some of you guys' musical influences? Because I found this album very dancey, dance-y, like bordering on almost techno folk at times with all those instrumental tracks. So mm-hmm. just kind of wondering where all the influence comes from for this album. Yeah, well, I, I think it's uh, it's kind of a culmination of like where we're at. Of uh, yeah. we kind of all grew up um, mainly playing, uh, you know, traditional music, but but also, um, you know, we have siblings and, and family members that played in like rock bands and, and everything really. And um, so I think our love of other styles of music just felt good to incorporate that into these pointers from the get go because it was. Although we love tr- traditional music and everything so much and roots music, it's um, it always feels good when you kind of inject your own like production on on this album. Especially uh, draws from different things, and and a lot of it is uh, you know sitting down with Gordy Sampson, our, our producer, was um, just playing and experimenting with sounds and tones that um, like Jake's an amazing keyboard player and he has he plays an Nord um, stage stage two keyboard, and uh, you know him just kind of being a bit of a synth nerd and, and Cody as well with bass synthesizers and, and just with the foot percussion that I have it, it, yeah, it just kind of all lent itself to where, to where it ended up. And I think when we play live, our, our show is quite high energy. And, and when you think of the music that we kind of grew up listening to, it was all about dancing to it as well. And, um, and we just try to bring that into what we do in a new way, I guess. Yeah. It's Cody that has more of the synth backgrounds yeah. and feel. Yeah, Cody and Jake both actually like, um, and and like live or instrumentation. Like Jake plays the guitar um, and keyboard, and, and Cody plays the banjo. And 
like has a Moog like bass synthesizer. That's a lot of the, the low end that you hear. And I just do foot percussion, fiddle guitar, and, and sing as well. And, um, we kind of just try to create as big of a sound as we can, really, with just the three of us. And as far as influences go, like it, it really is all over the map. To, like, like obviously we're we're massive fans of of you know just stripped down like folk music, songwriters like Peep. Gosh, we all kind of have our, our favorites. But then we listen to like tons of you know stuff like say like Phoenix for example. Of like we really admire their like danciness and and their synth use of synths and and like just that sensibility and like like tons of dance music just like influence why what's on the radio what we're kind of hearing and and then also like american roots music too and yeah it, it is really all over the map and and we were talking about it today how it's such a um such different times these days because you, you just have access to to listen to everything all anytime and it's been that way mm. for, for a while and and you know traditions still continue but it's but it's just kind of the natural evolution of of music whenever you're whenever you're trying to like just do what feels good. Like it's, you know, I could sit down and, and play tunes with my, with my dad, which I love, absolutely love to do and at home. And that, that's one part of me that really fulfills that like traditional side of, of my musical love. And then the other side is, you know, pop music and, and, uh, and contemporary music and dance music and kind of, and, and I feel like I, I feel like for me with the East pointers, it's um, like bringing all that, together and, and songwriting as well is, is where I kind of get my most joy and I'm able to like, uh, you know, we're all able to express, express that through these pointers without feeling like we're, you know, messing with a, a tradition. It's just kind of like um, trying to bring it into the next generation, I guess, in a way. Right. Mm -hmm. So you said your dad plays? Yeah. My dad is a, is a really great piano player and, uh, and fiddle player. And um, all my siblings play my grandfather and, and yeah, it kind of all goes, it goes back a few generations. <laughs> so was music always the plan for you? Uh, kind of, I kind of felt like I always would end up in music. I like, um, we all went to university and have, uh, various <laughs> university degrees, I guess, um, that aren't music. And, um, we, yeah, I think whenever what you're meant to do, you just kind of, it all comes back to it. And, and, and um, you know, music is, is, it can be, I, I guess, a bit of a tough industry. Um, it depends what, how you view it all. But when you're kind of playing music with your best friends and, and touring and you just feel abundant in many ways. And, and if you can make the touring life work with a family at home um, and that, you know, our families come on the road with us as, as much as they can or want to, then it's, um, yeah, it's a special thing. And I think it was always in the cards for me, although there was one point where I thought I'd be a teacher, but yeah but yeah I, I'm, I think I'm glad I didn't do that because I really wasn't that for <laughs> <laughs> I used to substitute teach oh cool uh, yeah back in the day is that where you got your degree in just uh, actually uh, psychology was what I did and Cody did biology and um, Jake did uh, kinesiology yeah nice I also did psychology what drew you to psychology oh. well you know I started in history and I did like two years uh, kind of working towards that. And then I took some psychology classes and I was like, wow, I actually really love this and kind of what I was, yeah, just it genuinely interested me in a way that, yeah, I got a lot more out of it. I think like just as a, as a human going through those years, you just, 
yeah, I'm sure you could relate. You, you feel like yeah. you're learning a lot about yourself and everyone around you. And yeah. So it kind of gives you something to, something to study as you're going through those issues yourself and trying yeah, to totally. understand why you're going through them. You can kind yeah. of study them at the same time. So that's yeah, kind of what drew me to it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So you guys are heading out on tour, heading to Australia. We do Australia, then the UK, back to Australia, then to New Zealand, then back to Australia, um, <laughs> and then to the United States. So it's it's a pretty full on like next number of months, kind of uh, trying to get this record into into as many ears as possible. So when you guys wrote the album, I see that Cody was in Australia. Is that true? Yeah, we were kind of spread out for. We had a bit of time off, and a lot. Some of the time was written. Um, you know, we 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 sketched out time to be together, and then we also sketched out time where we would write um, apart from one another. So Cody's um, Cody was in Australia. Um, I spent some time, uh, lots of time over the last little bit in Costa Rica, and then um, and Jake was uh, was in England. So because we were kind of all spread out all over the place, you you know you kind of pick up on on what you're surrounded by i think like through osmosis like musically and mm. uh and it's yeah it's kind of interesting when you come back together like oh i came up with this idea and this idea and this idea and, and then we collaborated all together and worked through all those and also wrote together while we were before the album and yeah, yeah you can kind of hear some influence like you said if cody is one of the ones that sort of influences the synth and the dancey style of music that you guys play it does have a sort of Australian vibe to it from any music that I've heard from Australia. So, yeah, no, for sure. which is interesting. And I, yeah. And we, um, we've played a lot of um, really great festivals in Australia and it's, uh, and being kind of an act where, um, you know, people expect to kind of have a bit of a dance party whenever you play, it's, it kind of drives you to write those, those tunes and, and songs that even though we have some more, um, you know, we're kind of suckers for a good like uh, slow song as well, personally. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it kind of drives you to want to write in in that way where you feel like the audience will respond by dancing because it, it really is like when you get on stage and everyone's dancing at the time. There's definitely an energy exchange that goes on that you they lift you up and you also lift them up and it's uh, yeah it's pretty cool. Definitely. Um, so the uh, the new album is called Yours to Break. So mm -hmm. what, what is yours to break? What is mine to break? Like, what are we breaking yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> Good question. Um, so basically it's actually a, a lyric in, in Elmira, but it's kind of used in a different context that we were kind of talking about, like, and we actually had a lot of different album titles that we were, we, we drafted that because we wanted something to kind of like represent the whole album. And I think, um, some of the, some of the songs have the feeling of, um, like wintergreen as an example is kind of a, a positive message um about kind of believing in, in someone who i guess necessarily doesn't really believe in themselves let it breathe if it doesn't breathe it's gonna die let it see if we let it be is it gonna fly instead of freeing if at least we say goodbye where we weave and then we greet and then we cry i want to tell you before
was a break it was kind of like about having that like strength within yourself to like to break you know whether, whether it's a stigma or or even a bad habit or or just the way you view maybe yourself or just to you know you have it kind of maybe sounds like it has a negative connotation to it but it's actually more of a positive like breaking through to get to that you know you're able to thrive in, in whatever way that you need to and um and i think a lot of the songs and instrumental tracks have that you know, a bit of hope in there. So I'd say, yeah, for sure. What's uh, what's your favorite song on the new album? Oh, we, it's funny. We just did an interview where they asked us that that same question. You know, a lot of different responses for the most part. But I would say for me, it's uh, I really love how Halfway Tree turned out, yeah. um, and I think it's uh, kind of because the yeah, just the vibe of it kind of started with this like weird like off time thing, and then. When I started singing it, it kind of gravitated towards this like old ghost story that um, that I recently had read about, and then we just kind of elaborated on the idea of it, and um, and then we put this like fiddle tune over top of like a kind of a bit of like a Cuban electronic bass um, rhythm, I guess, and uh, right. it just like felt really good when we put the tune over top of it. We were like, "Is this gonna work?" And then whenever we like kind of put it all together, like like we wrote a reel um, over it and yeah, it like weirdly kind of all fit together. And we think anyway, maybe people are like, that's so stupid that you guys <laughs> did, uh, which is fine. I totally get it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of love how that one turned out. Yeah. I like the way the genres kind of melded together on this album and I was looking forward to hearing what you had to say about that. So yeah, cool. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, no worries. And thanks for doing this, man. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll uh, we'll we'll hopefully see you in New Brunswick, in New Brunswick, Chris. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, take care. Good luck on tour. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. Try